This is 89.1 WGLT and WGLT.org, Bloomington Normal's public media. Singer-songwriter guitarist Joe Borbley says, creating the debut album for the Bloomington-based progressive space rock quartet Caps Lock was almost literally a lifesaver. The band best known for his role in the Bloomington Normal cover band Jacked Up in the Empty Bottles wrote most of the music and lyrics for the four-song EP Higher Standard of Deviation during the pandemic. But he says it was the creativity of producer-engineer bassist Micah Hathaway that brought the album to full fruition. Like if you look at a track like White Tornado, it was kind of a short song when I brought it to the group. We added a verse, we added a little bit of an instrumental section, we added an intro, an outro. I don't know, it started minimalist and now it's like this cacophony by the end of the song and it's like a, I don't know, we, we always say it turns into like a roller skate dance battle at the end of the song. talk about the musical part of the song Dan you uh, you kind of dub yourself a progressive space rock rock and roll band and and you have influences like Pink Floyd and Deep Purple oh, yeah. I hear the doors a little bit in this one it almost has a riders on the storm feel to it right it was CJ Lackey who plays with uh, Old Smoke Chris Lackey was in the group for a while and Micah gave him some direction and some of the doors stuff you know the roads tinkling piano stuff that's in there is totally like improv from him but at Micah's vision you know what I mean honestly when I first wrote the riff the little bouncy riff it I was thinking Grateful Dead it might not come off like that at the end product but that's what struck me when I wrote that riff a while ago and then there's like that disco section that I don't know where that came from (laughs) Medeski Martin and Wood actually really uh was yeah was a big influence for the the base of that section about this time last year wasn't it that you wrote to me and you're all excited about this new music that you're envisioning and uh, the lineup I think at that time was was together or coming together and you were really excited because I think you were saying something like what you were envisioning there was nothing else like it in the Bloomington normal music scene did you know yeah did did you know at that time that what came now from this album was what you were looking for or did that emerge through the process Oh, it definitely emerged. The lineup has shifted probably since the first time I talked to you. I can't remember exactly when I reached out, but I know that I was ridiculously excited about it and had no idea, you know, it would take us this long to get it out. But, you know, also at the time, I probably didn't know there was going to be a pandemic. Um, Just right off the bat, like working with Micah at, at EMG Labs is really a blessing in that, like, we just have all this studio access. From what I was hearing when I talked to you the first time to what it is now has grown exponentially because there's more layers to the cake. The batter was all made, but now it's decorated and, you know, it's filled out. There's, you know, little people on top or whatever. Let's get into another song on the album. It's called Incontinental Congress. Stay 
got uh, a Congress that really is kind of blocked up. You know, nothing's really happening. So that song is definitely politically motivated. And the second verse in that song has been continually blowing my mind. And I'm talking about as a country, we're just so fractured right now. What you saw on January 6th, I don't claim to be some kind of psychic or anything, but it's scary what that verse is about and what we are seeing right now. This is Incontinental Congress. It's from the forthcoming EP, Higher Standard of Deviation, from the band Caps Lock here in Bloomington Normal. Joe Borbali, if there's a hit on this album, this this has got to be it, right? I mean, this is hooky as all get out. I don't shy away from hooks. There's a song on, I think it's Erica Badu's second album, where she's kind of talking to herself, and the chorus is, what good do your words do if they can't understand you? You can be as artistic as you want for you, but at 44, I'm running out of time. So I do want to write hooks. So I just kind of, I write with some pop sensibilities, I guess. I told you I'd follow up with some of the, your other influences that you have mentioned on your website, including NXS, Duran Duran, some of that 80s pop rock stuff. That is not something a lot of people acknowledge. They'll say Pink Floyd, they'll say The Doors, but they won't mention this 80s pop rock sure. stuff, right? Why is it important for you to acknowledge that? Because we are, we're not afraid to throw synth on anything. And I think that's part of what, when I told you early on, like, hey, I think I've got something here that is going to be different. And that's, like I said, like embracing those pop sensibilities and like, we're a kind of a dad band. We're older. Like me and Micah are kind of the two headed monster, like driving this thing. That dude is just influenced by everything. That was his era for sure. So we could be guitar, bass, drums, keyboard, but that's not what we want to be. The studio is what spoils us in order to really flesh out these songs and decorate that cake. Listen to the every song ever written goes waiting to be heard. If it sings to you when you hear it, it'll pass you by in a minute. If you don't open yourself up like a window and let the outside in, let the outside in, let the outside. You have implied that 2020 on top of the pandemic was a very difficult personal year for not just you, but another band member. For all of you guys, but maybe especially for you, how important was it to have this creative outlet in 2020? I don't know where I'd be without it. I really, really don't. A big part of happiness is having something to look forward to. And when everything's shut down, there's not a lot going on. You know, there's not a lot to plan for. This gave us something to work together. You know, it was, this project was everything. 
I cannot understate that. Like this, it was the biggest thing this year. been a mad scientist along with Micah in the studio creating this gorgeous record right but you haven't played it out yet is it going to be easy to replicate this in a live setting I can't wait to find out it'll take a while to figure it out but we're at the point now where we're starting to do that because it's going to get warm and we're going to play outside dang it at the beginning of the interview I asked you if uh, the vision you had a year ago was what ended up on the record now that you're done with it how are you different than a year ago? Oh, my goodness. Because we how all am been... I different than a year ago? From, just Musically? Be, yeah, because of this record. How are you different? I have a lot more confidence in my ability in the studio and as a songwriter to kind of come together with a group that was really blown away by these songs, that really embraced these four songs. And even more than that, the, the four that you hear are the only the first four that kind of made it so far. You know, I, it's been a long time since I've played original music. Just kind of been through the ringer of life and gave up on it. Uh, quite honestly, I gave up on it for a long time. And 2020 came around, and like even before the pandemic, I was just like, I need something else. I need to get something out. I didn't really know what it was. I had a handful of songs. But yeah, I'm just a lot more confident and polished and experienced in the studio especially. And Micah was definitely somebody who's like, you know, he's worked with a lot of people in town. He just continually is like giving with the praise of like, man, I got a lot of insecurity up in the old attic. So uh, this has been a good thing for me to really kind of affirm that I'm good at what I do. Yeah. 